0: God wants you to plant. God wants you to believe in the seed. God wants you to harvest. God wants you to bring him the first as an act of faith. And by doing that, you're blessing other people.
1: Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, as well as the host of In Grace Radio and TV.
0: This is Jim Scudder, and today on In Grace, we're going to continue a message called Believe in the Seed. And I am so excited to be able to preach through the Word of God and show you how awesome it is that when we give, God will take what we give and He will multiply it. Just like a farmer, just like a gardener, you're going to plant that little seed and that little seed is going to turn into so many more. This is a biblical principle that we find in our world in creation. It's a biblical principle that we can find in our lives as Christians and spiritual blessings, and I hope that we learn this lesson of believing in the seed. I'm going to start today by talking about eternal life is not part of this equation. Eternal life is God giving us salvation because we couldn't pay for it. We couldn't earn it. And therefore, when I talk about giving, I'm not talking about giving to be saved. I'm talking about giving because we're saved. And you'll learn more about that today in Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 and verse 10 and how important it is to make sure that we keep that separate. But when we give to the Lord, he will do so much with that, and I'm excited for that. Now, some of you say, "Hey, I want to give to InGrace," and this is a good time to give because, first of all, your money is going to be used carefully and wisely. We're part of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. I actually am a volunteer here. We have a lot of staff. We have a lot of productions and editing and broadcast and streams. We do all sorts of things using media and missions to get the gospel out. But we're very economical. We're very careful. When you support InGrace, you're investing in Grace. You're planting that seed for more people that hear the gospel. And I believe that's going to give God glory. But right now, we have a matching gift challenge, and your gift is going to be doubled. Now, some of you want to give a gift of $35 or more. When you do that, we're going to send you as a thank you a video series called Exodus Found, and you're going to get that video series and a map of the Exodus. Now, if you want just the map, we'll send that to you absolutely free. But many of you want the map, the chart, and the video series for a gift of $35 or more. Your gift will be doubled to 70 and you'll get this great video. Now, for those of you that wanna do more, as we're starting to think about the end of the year and giving to the Lord, let me encourage you to give more. If you can give a gift of $250 or more, now I realize that's a lot of money, that $250 will be doubled to 500 and we're gonna give you the video series, the map and a beautiful large canvas print, original artwork, of Moses parting the Red Sea and you're going to absolutely love to put this on your wall to remind you and tell others that you believe in a God that can do great things and he can do it for us as he did it for Moses. Contact us today at 1-800-78-GRACE 1-800-78-GRACE or go to ingraceradio.com and there you'll be able to find how you can get Exodus found. So we're not talking about saving, getting saved, or going to heaven because of these principles of first fruit, or harvest, or believing in the seed. But good works like giving, and by the way, giving isn't just giving money. Are you giving your time to the Lord? I think, I think you should give a tenth of your time to the Lord. I do, or more. Give it, give it to the Lord of your abilities, your talents, Give to the Lord. And don't stop at a tenth either. In your giving of your money, of your time, don't stop at a tenth. That can maybe be a benchmark. And we're not under the Old Testament. Okay? So let's give 11th, 12th, 13th, 20th. You know, why stop at a tenth? Usually Christians that say, I don't live under the law, so I'm not going to give a tenth. So they give 1%. No, let's, let's outgive the Old Testament, saints. Why would we want to undergive them in this age of grace? Okay, so works like giving come because of salvation. How do we know that? Well, look, at, look at the next verse in Ephesians 2.10, where it teaches that our faith is shown by our works, for we are his workmanship. So salvation is by faith, by God's grace through faith. We believe that Jesus died and rose again for my sin. I trust in that alone. I'm saved. Then, now what, right? Now what? Well, we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, like giving, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Good works show Faith, doing good works, in in my estimation, are like planting seeds, believing in the seed, doing good works, so that we can bear much fruit in our lives for the Lord and for his glory. One of the most misunderstood books of the Bible and passages of the Bible is James chapter 2. Have you ever been confused by James? Martin Luther said it shouldn't be part of the canon because it disagrees with Romans. And it seems to until you understand that James is talking about Christians living out their faith by their works, okay? So showing our faith by our works, planting seeds, pleases God. And and this is something that Christians should do. People that already are born again, people that already have received by faith Jesus, it says in James 2.14, What doth it profit, my brethren, though a man say he have faith and have not works? Can faith save him? You say, oh, there it is. Can faith save you? It can't be faith alone. Well, let me ask you this. In the context, what is saved from? Is this saved from hell to heaven? It actually isn't. Some people, that's what you automatically assume, but it's not. How do I know? Well, look at the next verse. If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, you have someone that has nothing. Okay, Can faith save that person? In other words, and one of you say unto them, depart in peace, be ye warmed and filled. Did that, did, you, did that help them? It did not help them. You did not save them from starvation, from exposure. What do you need to do to save them? You need to give them food. Give them clothes. Give them shelter. This is the outflow of our faith. Okay? It has nothing to do with salvation. It has everything to do with service. Okay? And we can't just say, be warmed and filled. We have to do good works as Christians. We should. We're planting seeds every time we do. Then it continues. Notwithstanding ye give them not those things which are needful to the body, what doth it profit? So that's what that salvation is. Even so faith, verse 17, if it hath not works, is dead. Being alone. Okay? So in the context of the Christian life of serving the Lord, works are important, right? Salvation's by grace through faith. For by grace you' you saved through faith. Not of yourselves, it's a gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. Salvation. The next verse, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus. Okay? Unto good works. So the the reason that we're saved is not just so that we are, okay, now I'm on my way to heaven and everything's gonna be great. No, it's that, but it's more. God wants you to plant. God wants you to believe in the seed. God wants you to harvest. God wants you to bring him the first as an act of faith. And by doing that, you're blessing other people. You're saving other people's literal lives. That's James 2, okay? Now look at verse 18. Yea, a man may say, thou hast faith and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works and I will show thee my faith by my works. That's it. Why do we do good works as a Christian? Is it to be saved? Is it to stay saved? No, it's because we're saved. Okay, I'm going to show my faith by my works. To demonstrate their faith, Israel was being asked to bring the first yield to God, the first fruits, to bring this. This is a huge offering of faith. If you're gonna do this, you're, you're saying, Lord, I trust you. I believe that you're gonna, you're gonna take care of me because I, I so believe that you're good and that you're going to be meeting my needs. You might not have enough to, to, to go on a, a month trip to a Caribbean island in a uh, all-inclusive resort. But you're going to have enough to be uh, out of the elements and have daily bread. And, and do we really need all of these other things? God tells us we need to be content with the basics. Now, sometimes God gives more, and that's fine. I'm not saying it's wrong, but I'm saying we have it awfully good here. We have it awfully good here in this country. So what they could have used to feed their families, they're bringing to God. An incredible act of faith. And we need to be doing these things. When we give our first to the Lord, we're saying that we have faith in his provision without a guarantee of having enough for ourselves now he's going to take care of you but the first fruits is an incredible thing so since you don't go out and harvest grain maybe you do any any uh, anybody here like go out and literally harvest your livelihood there might might be some i'm doubtful and anybody how many of you know someone or you have a relative that's a farmer yeah lots so we understand this right so how do we in our non Agrarian society, how do we exercise this principle as first fruits? Here's how I do it: the first budget item is tithing on your on your budget. You say, What's a budget? Well, that's a whole other problem that you need to address on another day. Some of you had no idea what a budget is. Budgeting, don't spend more than you have. <laughs> Concept. It's like we should teach the uh, government that too, shouldn't we? Look at Proverbs 3, in verse 9, it says, Honor the Lord with thy substance, and with the firstfruits of all thine increase. There's that word again, fruits. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. Let's just say that you don't have, you're not wealthy, okay? But you're still honoring the Lord with your first fruits, with this this principle of giving God your best and your first. Um, and let's say you live 70 years, and and you're kind of just barely making it. Okay, you're not dry, driving a brand new car; uh, you're you're driving something that has a few duct tape uh, parts held on. But you're okay. You know, you're okay. Maybe you're not wearing the latest fashion, but you have clothes, and it's fine. And then, you, and then you sense like, you know, this is actually kind of fun. Like, you know, you, you come together as a family and you find ways to save money and you find ways to give God more. And it, it kind of brings you together, this common purpose and this common desire. And maybe you're not going to have full barns now, but you will for eternity. That's the thing. If we can think past today or tomorrow or, or this month, if we could look at eternity and think of what it's going to be like, it's worth a little bit of sacrifice now.
1: Embark on a journey to explore the inspiring story of the Exodus within grace. Call now for your free Exodus map, 800 78 Grace. This map depicts the route of the Israelites during their escape from Egypt. When you give $35 or more, you'll receive the Exodus map and our brand new video series, Exodus Found where Jim Scudder Jr. retraces the exodus in Egypt and Saudi Arabia, diving into the Red Sea to uncover evidence of the miraculous crossing. For those giving $250 or more, you will get the complete exodus package, the map, the video series, and a beautiful, exclusive 16x20 canvas print showcasing the miraculous Red Sea crossing. And from now until the end of the year, a generous donor will be doubling all gifts. To get these limited-time exclusive materials, call 800-78-GRACE or visit ingraceradio.com or write to Ingrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty, and thy
0: presses shall burst with new wine. Believe in the seed, friends. When I was growing up, I heard about someone that sounded mythical, legendary. No, I'm not talking about Paul Bunyan. I'm talking about Johnny Appleseed. Y'all remember Johnny Appleseed? Born in 1774. His name was John Chapman, a real person. And he believed in the seed. He went, uh, born in Massachusetts, and, and he went and collected the seeds that were at the, uh, the cider mills, and he took them in bags across the country into the wilderness, and everywhere he went, he would plant the seed, and he went for miles and miles, and then he would come back through pruning the trees that he had planted. True story, John Chapman, Johnny Appleseed, believed in the seed. He saw the fruit in that seed. J.L. Kraft founded the Kraft Food Company, Kraft Cheese Company. He said, the only investment I ever made which has paid consistently increasing dividends is the money I have given to the Lord. If I had have said this two years ago when the stock market was doing good, you would have said, yeah, maybe. But now you're like, yeah, yeah. Because the stock market is down. And the only investment that is going to always increase is the one that you put in heaven. Of course, the famous quote by missionary Jim Elliott, he is no fool who gives what he cannot keep to gain what he cannot lose. And he gave his life. David Livingston, another famous missionary, said, I place no value on anything I have or may possess except in relation to the kingdom of God if anything will advance the interest of the kingdom it shall be given away or kept only as by giving or keeping it i shall most promote the glory of him to whom i owe all my hopes in time and eternity now we do find first fruits in the new testament and we're going to wrap up with 1st corinthians chapter 15 because Jesus is called the first fruits. Now we're, we're talking about an Old Testament principle, but we have also a New Testament picture that, that ties all of this together. First Corinthians 15, verse 20, it says, By now, but now is Christ risen from the dead. Remember, there was a, a false doctrine going around that. There was no such thing as a physical resurrection from the dead. And so Paul wrote the Corinthians and said, "Well, if that's true, we have nothing. If Christ didn't rise from the dead, we are most miserable. There is no salvation." So the the physical bodily resurrection of Jesus is an essential doctrine of Christianity. But if Christ is risen from the dead and become the first fruits of them that slept. Who are those that slept? Those that had died in faith, either in the coming Messiah or the Messiah that has come. Okay? So, because Jesus rose, he is the first fruits, the guarantee of future resurrections into eternal life. For since by man came death, which was Adam, not the Adam in our church, but the original Adam. Um, Adam's sin, which what, was that an apple that Adam and Eve ate, isn't that an apple? <laughs> yes. So show me that in the Bible, and I will give you a hundred dollars. Maybe a thousand. I'll give you a free pumpkin. How does that sound, <laughs> little child? But that's faith, right? The faith of a child. Well, we don't know what it was, but we know that there was a fruit that they weren't allowed to eat, and. And he did. And and at that moment, death passed upon every person that's a descendant of Adam. And DNA, modern science teaches us that we all descended from one, um, one man and one woman. So by one man comes death. By man came also the resurrection of the dead. So who was that man? That was Jesus, a descendant of Adam, by the way. The Bible's very clear to tell us that. Jesus is Amen, but he's not just man, he is God in the flesh. And since he died, comes resurrection. For as in Adam, all die. Even so, in Christ shall all be, what? Made alive. If you're in Christ, your body may die, but it will resurrect from the dead and be glorified and will serve you well for eternity. But every man in his own order, Christ, what? The first fruits, after they that are Christ at his coming. So, because Jesus rose again, he never sinned, but he was sin. He became sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. So, giving to the Lord of our time, of our abilities, of our money is good, it's right and it's going to be profitable for eternity. But giving to the Lord will not save you. Let's say you had a billion dollars. How much time would that earn you in heaven? A billion dollars. Not one second. Doesn't matter if you have a dollar or a billion. As a matter of fact, we don't even have a dollar. We are paupers. We are penniless. We have nothing. That's why Jesus came and did everything. He died on the cross and he rose again God loved the world. You say, how many? How come so many bad things happen? I can't explain all the bad things that happen, but I know one thing for sure: God loves you. How do I know? Because Jesus died for you. God died for you. He paid for your sins. God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. That is Jesus. That whosoever—that's you, me, anybody. Whosoever what believeth in Him. What that? What is believeth? That means to trust in, to it, just accept the gift that he paid for you on your behalf. You believe in that. You believe in him. Whoever believeth in him should not perish, which is hell, the second death, which is far worse than the first death, but have everlasting life, which is heaven. It's a gift. Have you received that gift? If you have, now you have eternal life. Now you can plant the seed of faith and see what God can do here and in eternity. The Bible says we've sinned. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. Jesus had no sin. He came and died for our sins. He took our sins upon him on the cross and he rose again the third day. Now, if you will believe in him, you will have everlasting life. That's the greatest news in the entire world. It's called the gospel, which means good news that you can be saved from your sin and it's just by receiving it by faith. If you have questions about salvation, about eternal life, if you're not positive that you're on your way to heaven, please contact us. Call us at 1-800-78-GRACE, 1-800-78-GRACE, or go to ingraceradio.com. I believe in the seed. I've been a giver my whole life, and I want to continue to give above and beyond a tithe. I want to be a cheerful giver, a hilarious giver. And I hope that you will do that as well. And when you give, give to your local church first. And then if you would like to continue to give above and beyond that, let me encourage you to consider In Grace in your year end giving. When you give a gift to In Grace, your gift will be doubled right now as we have a matching gift challenge going on. And we would love to raise much more money so that we can reach many more people with the gospel of grace. And when you give a gift of or more, we're going to say thank you by sending you a wonderful four-part video series. It's an adventure, and it's also apologetics, proofs of the Bible, where we take you to Egypt, and we show you all the places where the exodus happened, where God took a people that was enslaved and gave them freedom after they went through the parted Red Sea. It's a awesome video adventure series. I was able to go diving in the Red Sea, and we were looking for artifacts like chariot wheels and swords, and we went all the way over to Saudi Arabia. We found incredible evidence that that's the actual real Mount Sinai. Again, for a gift of $35 or more, we're going to send you this great four-part video series. Now, we have a map that goes along with that. We'll send you the map with the video series. It's a map on the front and the back. It gives the scripture references of the Exodus and the archaeology. Now, that's absolutely free. If you just want the map, contact us and we'll send you the map. If you want the video series and the map, a gift of $35 or more and your gift will be doubled. Now, some of you say, hey, I want to give more. I want to give $250. If you give $250 are going to get the map and the video series and a beautiful four-color canvas print, original artwork of Moses parting the Red Sea. You're going to absolutely love hanging this on your wall to say, I believe in a God of miracles. Contact us today.
1: Call now for your free Exodus map, 800-78-GRACE. When you give $35 or more, you'll receive the Exodus map and the video series, Exodus Found. For gifts of $250 or more, you will also receive a beautiful, exclusive 16 by 20 canvas print showcasing the miraculous Red Sea crossing. Also, a generous donor is matching all gifts until the new year. Call 800-78-GRACE. Visit ingraceradio.com or write to InGrace. P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in tomorrow as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on InGrace Radio.